Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, digital content creator and marketing coach at VIP Digital Marketing Masters. Welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. This is a podcast for women entrepreneurs to get inspired and fired up about marketing their product and service-based businesses. We go behind the scenes with powerful women in business and learn about the importance of getting your brand's message out into the world. Whether you're just dipping your toe into entrepreneurship or you're already well on your way to world domination, this is the place to get strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to get your messaging on point. Ready to get tips from the pros to help you attract your ideal clients and customers and position yourself as an expert in your industry? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hirshhorn. I'm so stoked for today's guest. Olenka Cullinan is a CEO and founder of I Start First. She empowers women to up-level their business and mindset via online bootcamp, I Start First Women's Summit, and delivering keynotes and workshops for companies nationwide and globally. Olenka has developed a backbone of success method that helps female leaders take action, get paid their worth, and show up like a boss babe. Olenka's work globally, combined with humor and personal experiences, led to her recent appearances at TEDx twice and made her into one of the premier consultants. Olenka, thank you so much and welcome today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, it's my pleasure. Okay, so. Full disclosure, I found out about Alenka and all her fabulousness on Instagram, Yeah, watching you do a live talk. And I was just watching you and going, I need to know this woman. She is amazing. And I know that you come from an entrepreneurial family. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like in your blood. And I would just love it if you could, you know, what was the moment in time where you were like, I can't beat him. I'm just going to join him and become an entrepreneur. Yeah, honestly, I don't remember that moment in time. And thank you for all the kind words. I, yeah, it's super exciting to be here, but I don't really remember that specific moment because my mom was a diehard entrepreneur. She built and ran her company for 37 years. She would never admit it. But if you hear my accent, I'm not from Texas. I'm actually from (laughs) Russia and she paid for me to have a tutor since I was seven. 
And even though, like I said, she'd never admitted, I'm pretty sure she did it. So by the time I was 14, I was helping her in her business, flying all over Europe, interpreting contracts. She pretty much sort of eliminated my fear of failure because she would put me in rooms full of men negotiating multi-million dollar contracts when I was 14, 15 years old. And to be honest, I took everything for granted for the longest time. As a matter of fact, I distinctly remember the opposite moment when I said, that's it, I'm done. I don't want to be an entrepreneur. And my brother and I made a pact that we are not going to take over her company. So my brother went into the army and I went into teaching. And now both of us are running our own companies. So my mom gets to say, I told you so. But yeah, it's definitely been quite the journey moving, you know, from Russia, moving here, kind of restarting my whole entrepreneurial journey and learning in the process, you know, how much I truly love impacting people, women specifically, because that's, you know, that's who I work with. Absolutely. So when did you move? How old were you when you moved from Russia to America? Yeah, I moved right before I turned 21. I literally borrowed $450 from my uncle, jumped on the plane and decided that I'm going to, you know, test things out. I did come here prior to that twice on more like an exchange program. So I knew, you know, I had some connections, definitely not enough. I mean, I have pictures that I show when I speak all the time of my first apartment furnished by Goodwill. And, you know, lots of friends and neighbors who are very kind because, yeah, I literally moved here with one suitcase. I have paid to my uncle. If you know my uncle, I paid since with percentages. But, you know, and then just in the process learned that, one, I definitely want to, like I said, do very much impactful living where I want to help other women to step into their power but also learned in the process that we don't have enough women, no matter what ages you look at, whether it's younger or college years or even corporate, we don't have enough women in C-suites. We don't have enough women, you know, leading their businesses and really playing in the big arena. So how are you on this journey to help women, you know, break that glass ceiling, as we say? Yeah. So what I realized there, like I said, my first business actually was surrounded around teens where we taught them how to take ideas and make them marketable. And my first two years in the program, we had no girls. So that was mind blowing to me. And then I started working with universities as a venture mentor, helping early stage startups pitch seed round funding. Same thing. We had about 180 students our first year, and then about 90, some of them were men. And then started speaking at a lot of conferences all across the country and globally and saw the same thing. Every time you would go into business or investment conferences, they would be 90, 10 men to women split. So I said, you know, I'm a big fan of teaching people what to, you know, how to do things versus just giving them something. So, um, yeah, so that's how I start first was born, to be honest, just from a hashtag, because I initially started speaking to women using the hashtag I start first and using the message that no one is coming to save you, that whatever change you want to see in your life has to be and start with you. And then in the process, women were reaching out saying, well, what else do you have? And quite frankly, the answer was like nothing. You know, I just want to speak and empower you. But, you know, I definitely think that I start first as a testimony of what happens when you listen to your audience, because pretty much every program I've built since is because of what women were saying. So we launched the online bootcamp because, you know, women wanted to come in from all over the country and outside of the country. We have quite a few women coming from Canada. 
And then they were saying, well, we're all over the country. We want to meet each other in person. So we launched I Start First Summit so they could come together to this conference for a day and see each other. And then obviously, as I was working with companies and training them on women leadership initiatives, I started having you know CEOs and managers reaching out to work with their teams on that and really helping them to, you know, how do we step into the next level and truly bring women into the marketplace? So what is I Start First? Is it a mantra? Is it a global movement? How does it empower women? Yeah, I would say it's a little bit of everything. I mean, it's definitely a mantra for me because, you know, just today I was I was talking to someone and then I also made that social media pop comment because I had quite a few people reaching out to me because a lot of things I teach seem very counterintuitive and very much, you know, against the grains. So, you know, like a lot of women reach out to me asking me, how do you take the big leap? And I tell them, don't. Because to me, big leaps lead to big fear. And so part of that's why my brand is not called I Start Big. It's called I Start First. Uh And to me, it's a really big distinction, especially for women, because I feel that a lot of times women will shy away going into something and truly, you know, unraveling their dreams because of that fear, right? It's that fear of judgment, the fear of what if I'm going to fail? So many people are watching me. We are nurturers by nature. So we want to support everyone first. And so, yeah, I would say I Start First is a combination of really a brand that stands for empowering women. And if you know me, I walk the talk. I do not have a single male on my team, except for my videographer. He has a pass forever because I met him when he was 19. He's 25 now. So it's just, and he came here from Belgium. So it's a very different, you know, it's a European connection. Uh, But other than that, every collaboration I do is always female driven. And yeah, it's definitely a mantra to remind all of us that whatever you want to do, like I said, all you have to do is just start. I love that. Well, what do you say to somebody who's just afraid to take that first step? You do that anyways. You know, one of the things I teach women too, is I tell them you cry, you cuss, you get angry, you get upset, you go, you know, cry in the corner and vomit if you have to. And then you still do it. I actually teach this technique called 90 seconds of courage, where you literally set your alarm for 90 seconds and you do whatever is that thing. You know, if it's pressing the button on your website to go live, I promise you that when you finally press it, that fear will never come back at the same level. You may still be scared and you may still feel uncomfortable, but it will never be repeated again. If it's the call you don't want to make, you set that alarm for 90 seconds. And actually, it actually comes from uh, skydiving. And I don't know how many people have been skydiving, but it comes from a psychology behind it because most of the time we're not afraid of actually doing that action. We are afraid of all the thoughts that come in before the action happens. So when they measured skydivers' vitals, they saw that all their fear came in before they actually stepped out of the plane. And once they did, it's gone. So this is really based on that same psychology behind it, that once you step into that 90 seconds, and a lot of times it's great to have accountability. Obviously, you want to have the environment around you because if everyone around you is negative, it makes it a lot harder to take that step. It's no different, right? Then we as moms, as women, we know what it's like to cheer our kids on, right? When they take that first step, when they take that first bite of something they don't want to do. So as moms, we're the best cheerleaders. And that's why kids do that, right? But as adults, I don't think we have enough of that cheerleading. And that's where your, you know, your squad or your community has to come in. Now, how about cheerleading for yourself? How do you, I mean, 
I have like, I literally right next to me have some mantras that I have right down. I'll, I will read it to you. It says there's always enough money and I live in financial abundance. Mm-hmm. And I literally say that out loud to myself. Is that something that is necessary for us to be our own cheerleaders? Do we have to talk to ourselves? 100%. I mean, honestly, our mindset, not anything special. It's just the way the human brain works. Our minds are generally negative. So it's our jobs to really retrain ourselves. And yes, absolutely. Everything I, you know, everything you do has to start with you. So whatever you are looking to change, whatever issues you're having, you always have to look inward first because outwards is going to come. Yes, I'm a big fan of meditation. I'm a big fan of mantras. I'm a big fan of, you know, sticky notes on your mirror, just different notes on your mirror, having like I have multiple group chats on my phone where we send each other, you know, funny things and supportive things. And, you know, I have a Facebook community for that reason where, you know, all my OGs hang out. I mean, anybody can join it, but some women have been in it for four or five years And it's literally just that group where you can, I mean, we had a woman yesterday, it's a very sad story. She's battling a very unexpected breast cancer, but it's also a space for them to come in and just cry. You know, if she wants to, like, I have women who'll come in and just cry. I've cried in it multiple times, actually. So, but yeah, it's, it's, you have to have a space where you thrive. And yes, you absolutely have to cheer on yourself more than you cheer on anyone else. Because I look at it, I had a very old mentor long, long time ago. She's still around, but she's like in her late, late 90s. And she gave me this example where she said, you know, I hear people talk about the cup, right? The cup half full or pouring into your cup. But she said, this is the issue that most women have. They give away from the cup, which is wrong. It's 100% wrong because she said what it needs to be is when you fill up your cup, what spills over goes into the saucer. And that's what you can give away. You take that saucer and you take what's in it. And that's what you give away because you have to keep your cup full to be able to serve everyone else around you. And that example stuck with me for years. And that's pretty much how I you know, cheer on myself and everybody else. That's an incredible visual. And I love how you have that community around you and that you're supportive and the women in the community are supportive. And I feel like that's not something that men would ever take part in necessarily. And honestly, not even women sometimes, (laughs) you know, sometimes we have to retrain women because I mean, I hate to talk about it, but it is the reality. There are plenty of women who haven't been taught collaboration, you know, where they're used to competing. They're used to having other women earn the stripes, if you will, you know. So part of my community specifically, and honestly, complete transparency, I talked about that before. And I talk about my event all the time. When I started, I start first. I probably spoke at, I start first summit. I probably spoke at like 60 some women's events. And I said, I do not like this whole mentality where it's like cool kids club, everybody hugs in person, but then they go gossip about each other in the bathrooms. And I said, I want to bring strong women together and teach them how to collaborate, love on each other, be supportive, and truly, truly have the community factor in it. And a lot of people were like, yeah, good luck, you know, and it worked and it worked. And I've maybe had two episodes in the whole four years where we had to address someone, but the women who've been around that community now understand how valuable it is. And I feel as women in general, we don't have enough of that. We don't have enough people in our lives 
cheering us on, like genuinely cheering us on. I absolutely agree. And as you said, it starts with us. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's what you're going to do. And I mean, everything, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. I'm a big believer on that. So you are either going to be supportive or you are going to be supportive in public and gossip by the water fountain. You can't play both sides, right? You have to pick one or the other. Absolutely. So how can we find you online? How can can people join I Start First? Yeah, it's so, yeah, very easy. First of all, you can find everything under my name. All my social media is under my name. I respond to you. It's not a bot. <laughs> so it's all under Alinka Cullinan or istartfirst.com. There is I Start First Instagram page. Uh, we have, like I said, the free Facebook community. And then obviously there are a couple of different programs. There's bootcamp and coaching options too. But yeah, I mean, if you just go to istartfirst.com, everything is there. Wonderful. Alenka, thank you so much for enlightening us today and just making us feel empowered. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. Please join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women entrepreneurs like you. As reviews come in, I'll be reading them on the podcast and you will get a shout out. Have an amazing day, friend. And remember, your message matters. You've written a book, now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn, at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.